This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. I keep saying, you know, Vinay and I are in and out. Okay, so I will be distracted with five other things. Vinay is like laser focused on one thing, and in all of that, he's RJ will suddenly say, "Hey, do you guys want to have mangoes?" I have put on thanks to Aditya at least five kilos. You should never travel with Aditya if uh, you know if you're not willing to eat from morning to evening. Right. With Vinay, if you ask him why does he like this cup of tea, uh, be prepared for a very logical, well-founded answer. Anil, I, I, I just don't just don't ask me about uh, why and how I like chocolate. Exactly. We'll get. We have to get to the chocolate story at some point in time. Uh, I, I I compared his smile to Britney Spears once. Yeah, that that is that is another weird story. This was a conversation between Vinay Dubey and Aditya Ghosh, the founder and the co-founder of a much talked about startup that's soon to begin operations. They sounded pretty chill, right? Like from their conversation, would you really think that these two gentlemen have a really really difficult job ahead of them you should because the startup we are talking about is akasa an airline owned by ace investor rakesh jhunjhunwala which is just about to enter the big bad bleeding world of indian airlines a dog eat dog universe of cutthroat competition and costs where billionaires pour their money and become millionaires But these are no deterrents to the boys at Akasa which got its flying permit from the government last week. The airline plans to start flights from the end of this month has an order for 72 Boeing planes and what seems like a crack team running it. Piloting the project is Vinay, founder and CEO of the airline. Akasa is actually his brainchild, founded with his colleagues Praveen Ayer who's the airline's chief commercial officer and Anand Srinivasan its digital head Vinay is an airline veteran he has charted a two decade long course in the skies spanning american airlines and delta airlines in the us and jet airways and go air in india as their ceo vinay covered it all before deciding to fly solo fly solo big idea needing big bucks and big backing that came from none other than the big bull chunjunwala who has in the past invested in aviation businesses spicejet indigo and jet in its original avatar and then aditya came on board as a co-founder aditya was president of indigo for 10 years from its own startup days to when it became india's biggest airline by market share He is headed hotel aggregator Oyo, been associated with Tata Trusts and is also a restauranteur, a fitness freak and a travel enthusiast. When Aditya joined Akasa as co-founder, there were fears of clashes between the two airline veterans with distinctive personalities and working styles. Vinay understated and staid, Aditya famous, adventurous, outgoing and very very visible. In this episode they put all those fears to rest 
by displaying what can only be described by the word bromance. They also talk about the Akasa story, their stories with Akasa, and how they plan to make it fly. It's Thursday, the 14th of July. From the Economic Times, I'm Anirban Chaudhary, and you're listening to On Air with the Akasa Boys on the Morning Brief. Vinit, I wanted to understand what would you call the starting point of Akasa? You know, how and when did the idea take seed in your mind? In fact, you know, the first thing that I heard you did was that you created a folder on your laptop uh, with the name New Airline or Akasa. Why don't you tell us how that happened? Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I will tell you, it was the second thing I did and the name was even stranger than New Airline. And there's a there's a background to it. So the first thing I did in this, I remember this day distinctly, it was the 15th of August. I slept all day on the 14th of August. I arrived at the idea early morning, 15th of August, that this was something that I just had to do. I had no other choice. And the first thing I did was ask my family. Okay. Because as you know, starting an airline is quite a project and it's very time consuming. So the first thing I did was ask my family for permission and they were all they were all quite, you know, gung-ho about it. And part of the reason they were gung-ho about this was because they were in, you know, total disbelief, like this guy will come to his senses pretty soon. And then, uh, you know, I asked my brothers whether they wanted to join me on my hair-brained idea. And of course, they said yes. And then I pulled out my laptop. And the name of the of the airline first for me was called Equal Air. It was, uh, you know, you, you can guess I have a master's degree in applied math. And that's where my nonsensical name came from. Of course, my family, you know, immediately told me how stupid it was. <laughs> but that was... That was the sequence, Anirban, on the 15th of August was... Uh, was the Right. Day. Which year was this? This was in 2020. I'm sorry. It's been about two years old. Right. And why Equal Air? What was for the uninitiated? Uh, you know, absolutely no reason. If there was some reason, and by the way, this is all post-fact. I'm making this all up. Who knows whether that was the reason or not. My, You know, I have a hard time remembering what I did day before yesterday, let alone two years ago. But uh, you know, there, there was this thought from day one that uh, you know that I wanted to continue down the journey of democratizing air travel. And Equal Air, for me, with my silly mathematical brain, had this notion that you know this would be a, a an airline where everyone would be treated equally. We'd welcome the frequent flyer. We'd welcome you know the the person that has never flown before. I had my driver in mind, you know, I had, you know, sort of executive of the largest Indian, you know, company in mind. I had everyone in mind and equal just seemed like, uh, like the right name. But, you know, thankfully we hired smarter people along the way and changed the name. (laughs) Right. So why don't you tell me how the actual name came into being? There's a very interesting story there too, right? Well, yeah, the, the, the actual name, you know, as, as you can imagine, you know, people don't like thinking of an airline without a name. And so the minute I, I, I told people, uh, everyone, of course, had their had their name suggestions. Akasa was first suggested by my brother-in-law. Uh, and this was also in, in late 2020. And of course, I thought it was the most ridiculous name. Who names an airline Akasa? I'd never heard of that. And he proceeded to tell me what it meant in Sanskrit. And, and again, you know, it was one of those things I discarded until we, you know, almost had to have a name. And then Bhavan Joshi suggested Akasa again. And this time it was, 
you know, with, with Belson around, with, uh, you know, Praveen, Anand, you know, we had a good group of people and all of them seemed to like it. And I was like, wait a minute, everybody likes it. Am I the only one? And, you know, then I said it 30 times or a hundred times over 20 days and I began to like it as well. So you got to credit my brother-in-law, Suyash Barve and uh, Bhavin Joshi with, uh, with coming up with names and, and you have to credit Belson for really making that final decision on the name. Right. Aditya, I'd like to bring you in here. I mean, how did you sort of enter this this story? What we hear and what we've always known is that Mr. Rakesh Junjunwala approached you, uh, you know, with the proposal of being his nominee at Akasa. Is that how it went, first of all? Yeah, let, if, if you don't mind, Anirban and, uh, and Aditya, let me, let me take that. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. please, please. Me, because yeah. the, the story is a little different. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's not quite that, Anirban. But uh, when I pulled out my my laptop on on the fifteenth of August, I didn't write down any formula. I didn't write down any. The first thing I wrote down for me on my laptop was who would I like to have with me on this journey? Right. This is this is something that one does not do alone. It's impossible. Completely. And the first thing is, who, who would I like to have fun with? But who would I also like to be supported by? Because, uh, like I said, you can't do this alone. And Aditya was, along with Praveen, along with Anand, along with Nilu, Belson, uh, you know, Aditya's name was written. And so Aditya got a call for me in August as well, uh, by the way, well before sort of the June time frame oh, of I, 2021. I and I, I remember exactly, I was at home and and it was the afternoon and, you know, Vinay called me and he says that, you know, look, uh, I'm looking at starting an airline. And the first thing I said, wow, that's just a great idea, you know. And uh, and I think only Vinay and I would be like, you know, we would be few people who in the middle of a lockdown, in the middle of a pandemic would have instantly thought, what a great idea. Because we're just such great believers in the opportunity. And we, this is in the middle of lockdown. Like We're not moving out of our apartment. And we're thinking, here's someone who calls me and says that, you know, we should start an airline. And the first thing I said is, wow, I think it's just a fantastic idea. And then we had a couple of conversations. And unfortunately, what happened was that just around that time and just soon after that, my father fell very ill and uh, unfortunately we lost him uh, a few weeks later and i as as when i said and very kindly like and i was just not in a space to sort of be able to focus on on this massive project even though i really felt oh man this is such a great opportunity and and then like we just did not speak about it and what actually happened was that Rakesh's office, Mr. Junjunwala's office, Berlin uh, Oshma, Oshma reached out and it said, look, uh, can we talk to you about a project? I've known them for a long period of time from 2015 onwards. And then they said, look, there's this airline project that somebody's looking at. And I said, uh, you know, are you talking about Vinay's idea? And then suddenly I hear... Rakesh's voice on the call, which I didn't know that Rakesh is on the call. And when Rakesh like just cuts through as he normally does, and he's just like, you know, look, are you going to come in this thing, to, uh, you know, be a part of it? So I said, look, I've, I'll be super excited just as I was a few months back, but it's only fair that 
you know, you please check with Vinay because he's a friend of mine and you know, we've spoken about this. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, of course, ask him and, you know, without his consent, you know, nothing. So I said, sure. And like, we decided we call ended on a positive note and they said that, okay, we'll call you back in a few days. And uh, I think my phone rang maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes later or 10 minutes later or 20 minutes later. And they're like, look, we spoke to Vinay. He is just thrilled and he's <laughs> over the moon. So it Jumping seems like, joy. I like oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's, that's how then we came together. And now like, you know, it's just been such a beautiful, literally it's such a beautiful, uh, you know, journey. And it's amazing that we are talking just literally, I don't know, 72 hours after or less than 72 hours after we finally got our AOC. Right. So, Vinay and Aditya, I'd like to ask you, you know, both of you bring such a wealth of experience and industry goodwill and wisdom to the table, right? I mean, for Aditya, it would be Indigo, of course, largely, and also your stints with in the hospitality sector. So, first of all, Aditya, for example, if I can call Mr. Rakesh Gangwal and Mr. Rahul Bhatia, who are the founders of Indigo, if I can call them your mentors, what lessons from them and from your whole experience in Indigo have remained with you that you would, you know, like to bring in to Akasa? I've just learned so much from not only Rakesh and Rahul, of course, but actually let me step back. You know, I never went to business school or or I never started my career in the airline business. So whatever I have learned, I've actually learned it on the job from colleagues and peers and, and seniors around from whom I would learn. You know, I've said this many times that if delegation is an art form, then Rahul Bhatia is the Michelangelo of it. You know, the way he's he was able to give me confidence, empower me, let me do my thing, and then also be available for me to have a conversation or an ice cream or, or a walk and, and, and talk about things was amazing. With Rakesh, again, out of the many, many things the ability to focus on what is the objective, like what is the goal, and are you are you laser sharp focused on what is the objective, and is everything that you're doing, you know, focused around that? The ability to go into granular detail as well as, and then just suddenly step back and look at large strategic uh, sort of views. And I think over the years that has served me very well. Great, yeah, absolutely, Vinay. You know. You too, I mean, coming from Delta, leading Jet at two of its most turbulent years, then Go Air. You know, what are your lessons? Also mistakes that you probably made that you wouldn't want to, uh, you know, repeat in Akasa. I would love to hear that from you. So for me, one of the first things that I learned when I came to India in 2017 uh, to Jet was the fact that I kept hearing about how India is different. And, you know, I will tell you, you don't get jalebis in the U.S. like you get in Allahabad or Prayagraj, sorry. You don't get the Sepuri and Bhelpuri anywhere in the world like you get in, in Mumbai. And I'm sorry, all my analogies are food related. Uh, so India has many, many unique food items. India has a lot of great culture and history but the way aviation has unfolded, the way aviation is going to unfold, and the economic and other laws related to aviation are the same in India as they are in other parts of the world, with very, very minor differences. And that's something that I learned 
very early on in my stint at Jet. I mean, literally within 20, 30 days, as I looked at the difficulties and issues we're facing, as I compared them to the difficulties and issues that were faced by the legacy carriers, saw who was thriving and who wasn't thriving. It was it was as though Indian aviation history was just a repeat and rewind of U.S. aviation history, European aviation history. Anyone who was one to five years ahead of Indian, you know, deregulation uh, in in aviation. So that was one of the first things I learned. Uh, in general, though, I would say aviation is actually quite simple. You have to have a dependable and warm customer service. You have to be well capitalized. You have to have a highly competitive cost structure. You must have an employee centric corporate culture. And then most of all, to execute, you have to have world-class management team. It's about as simple as that. If you get these things right, you'll do well. If you don't, you won't do well. And hopefully at Akasa, with Aditya's help, we are hopefully addressing each one of these issues. Right. I mean, you spoke about the fact that a lot of things in the Indian industry, in the Indian aviation industry, are similar to what you've seen overseas. But then there are unique problems too, right? I mean, the fact that our fuel, which is the biggest cost component, is taxed heavier in India than than the rest of the world. I, I don't know if the pricing indiscipline in India is similar to the markets that you mentioned. These are some of the things that Akasa will have to grapple with, right? They will, Anil Brown. But just to tell you, when I was in the U.S., one of the the great CEOs or two of the great CEOs, you know, Richard Anderson and and Ed Bastian, that I had the pleasure of dealing with, they'd say that uh, aviation in the U.S. is taxed more than than all of the quote unquote sin taxes, which is you know tobacco, firearms, and and alcohol. So every country you go to has its thing of you know we're taxed too heavily. I mean, you just have to you just have to deal with it. and you know people talk about well indian travelers are price sensitive you know everybody around the world wants a good deal on an airline ticket so we can try and say we're different in this and that and the other and look there will be some nuances i'm not i'm not saying that there aren't sort of nuanced differences but at the end of the day it's aviation and the way you apply your team and the way you apply you know your strategies and your execution has to be you know largely the same Aditya, it's a tough time for incumbent airlines across the world, right? I mean, first there was COVID, and now the bounce back is so rapid that many airlines are finding themselves too shrunken to handle this huge demand. In this respect, do you think it's a good time to be a startup airline like Akasa's, like to start on a clean slate and have very few of the legacy issues that the incumbent airlines across the world and in India would face? I think great questions, Arvind. You know, when you're building an airline and you're building business like this, you're building it for many years, decades together. If someone looks at coming into the airline business with a very short term or a sort of an immediate outlook of of life and horizon, then I think they will be in trouble. In a country like India, with such a large population. which will probably be the most populous country sometime in the next 500 days right having 500 odd commercial airplanes in the country is a pittance and not all 500 commercial airplanes are 
playing domestic either what has definitely happened and it just plays to our strength is that as the world comes out of the pandemic and especially countries like india come out of the pandemic and it is now behind us the affordable segment of the market sees the maximum opportunity sees the maximum growth and sees the the most you know rebound which is obvious because people still want to travel but they want to travel at a more affordable price because they want to conserve cash so yes while in some ways it looks like a very challenging time and definitely unprecedented it also is a time which has the maximum opportunity for a new guy to start do you think the government is doing enough with my limited knowledge and understanding i think it isn't there's the high taxes on fuel that i just mentioned then of course the government has imposed these higher and lower caps on airfares that airlines think are unfair and i do too also the government keeps saying that it has opened up new airports but to how many of these have flights started and are operations really sustainable to these airports let's take a moment to appreciate what they have done and i'll i'll give you two such examples one is you know related to fuel and vat and the fact that you know vat in the last several months has been reduced with a number of states uh, yes there's still a few states that have high vat but a uh, number of them have already reduced it thanks to the push of our you know current sitting minister the other big thing that i want to bring up at this point is just think about what we have been able to achieve uh, anirban you've got a team of professionals who have never owned and run businesses themselves coming together to start an airline going to the private equity world you know soliciting investments etc in a highly regulated industry and we were able to get our operating certificate 2 weeks after our first aircraft arrived in india then the reason i say that is because we seem to get the fact that starting an airline was a good idea but we were told thousands and thousands of time well you got it but you know what you'll never get a license the government will run you around the babus will do this and the you know every sort of derogatory term out there was thrown in our face of you never and be that didn't happen uh, anirban we got our AOC 2 weeks after our aircraft arrived in India it does not get any more efficient anywhere in the world period right but and talking about the market i mean look at how the market is structured you know indigo continues to control 60% of india's domestic traffic i mean it's it's like a gravy train that's running really smoothly and look at its rivals i mean spicejet goair vistara I wouldn't call them fringe players but they haven't really been able to expand the way that they had planned or they had announced or they should have. Sure. What do you say it will take to disrupt the market dynamics, you know, and does Akasa have it? No, obviously you will say that you're not after market share and you want to build a great product etc but but there needs to be a certain level of scale and for that you will need to you know challenge the the market leaders. I mean you know so what do you think will bring in that change what do you think will be a good disruptor to this market yeah so anirban first i i will say we're not after market share the second thing i will say is that 
uh, you know, we're fortunate to be launching an airline in what is or, you know, any day now will be the world's third largest, you know, aviation market and one of the fastest growing. So the way I tell people, and I've said this before, that whether CASA is successful or not, whether we're around or not, India is getting 1,000 new aircraft, you know, in the next 10 to 20 years. And so for a CASA to have, you know, 7,200, 200, 400 of those, you know, 1,000 plus new aircraft uh, that are coming, we don't need to challenge anyone. We don't need to go for market share. We need to have satisfied employees. We need to have satisfied customers. And you do that by focusing on the basics. So you don't think that the incumbents need to shrink or shut down for a new airline to really expand and make it big in I India? Mean, a- absolutely not. And that's the benefit of a growing pie. Aditya, you know, yeah. uh, on this as well. Yeah, I actually, I'm not a great fan of this word disruptor and disruption. It kind of makes it like as if you have to come and break things apart. I don't think the Indian aviation industry at all needs anything that needs to be sort of broken and disrupted as such. Will every industry, whether it is nutrition or airlines or hospitality, will it require innovation? That's a motherhood statement. Every business, every sector requires constant innovation. That innovation comes from being able to understand the customer better, being able to make sure that the product meets the needs of the customer, and then being able to deliver that product at a more efficient manner than before. And none of that actually has to translate into or is dependent on anybody shrinking or falling or breaking or whatever it is. And yet Indigo's greatest growth came when Kingfisher Airlines shut down or when Jet Airways went comatose. Wouldn't you agree, Aditya? So, you know, I was, of course, leading the airline at that time. And uh, seizing of Kingfisher's operations happened six years after Indigo launched its first flight. And definitely when one market there goes away, every other person fills the vacuum. So not only did Indigo grow, the other airlines grew too. Why did Indigo grow faster? Because it had the foresight of having a larger aircraft order. It had the foresight of accelerating airplanes. And it had a product at the right price that came in and captured the imagination of people. And I was there at that time. When we were planning, did we think that we are going to start an airline hoping and and planning on somebody else's demise? Absolutely not. And likewise, when we are starting Akasa, this does not occur in our decision set. Now, 15 years from now, 10 years from now, some point of time in the future when market opportunities open up, we certainly hope that we will have the resources and the foresight to be able to take advantage of that. Look, you can keep putting in resources, but if customers don't like you and employees don't support you, <laughs> you know, nothing matters. Sure. So Vinay, when do we have the first Akasa flight and, you know, what are the sectors you're looking at? 
Yes, uh, Anirban, you'll have to be patient. Uh, by the way, Anirban, I also want to know this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's a problem. You know, the CEOs kind of keep giving these answers and, you know, we, we, we're waiting for it. I, I think Vinay is not going to answer it, but I, I wish he did. <laughs> you know, I, also yeah, I hope he that. does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's you. We, we'll have to wait until the the schedule is published. We're still targeting an end of July start. We still want to start selling here in the next few days, and you know, as we've maintained on the sectors, look, we're we're you know, the bread and butter for us. Hopefully, is going to be the metro to non-metro cities. Uh, as we've said, this is where we think longer term we can focus on. But to be honest, uh, we you know, I'll, this is probably the last time I'll you know I'll talk about sectors etc. because we. Generally speaking, in aviation, you don't, you know, talk about where you're going to launch next. These are not sort of signals one can provide. So I'll be more careful in the future. Um, but yeah, very soon you'll you'll find out, uh, Anirban. So, so but, you, but you, we're you in you the final final stretch, right? Yeah. So you mentioned the jalebis of Allahabad. You mentioned Bombay Bhelpuris. We are we are guessing now. I mean, you know, <laughs> top of mind recall types. <laughs> yes, yes. You'll have to you'll have to you'll have to guess away. Right, <laughs> but, but stay tuned. It's a it's a matter of days uh, right, before right. before this uh, you know before this becomes more public. Right. We have a final few questions. I mean, you know, I'd I'd like to you to talk a little bit about the promoter, the majority shareholder, Mr. Rakesh Junjunwala. I mean, how is he? I mean, you know, he clearly has a vision for the airline, but he's also sort of gone ahead of himself to put it that way in a few occasions saying that you would get the aviation ministry nod way before you actually would get it. And then calling Akasa an ultra low cost carrier, which was probably a miscommunication or a misunderstanding until you, Vinay, set the record straight in an interview with us, actually. How is he? I mean, is he is he hands off? Is he le- letting the professionals run the show? You obviously need to show him the money at some point, but does he understand that the airline business has a very long gestation period to profitability. Aditya? RJ is a very experienced investor, okay? And and what must be, we are, not, we are one of the many, many, many ideas and management teams that he has supported and worked with over the last several decades. So, you know, with that experience comes the ability to know how to empower, how to stay back, how to, you know, what are the things to focus on and, and, and things like that. I mean, even though I've known him for many years, you know, being an investor in a publicly listed company like Indigo versus where he is today, uh, you know, supporting us in Akasa, you get to interact more closely and you get to observe more closely. There's some very, very pleasant surprises. One, he he's very cool and calm about what he wants to focus on. Second, he's never shy of giving of giving ideas, but never, not once, will he kind of say, okay, I'm hanging my hat on this. And, you know, this is, this is, I think it's just because it's my idea. You guys must do it. And you could have like literally heated debates, but at the end of the day, what the management team decides is what happens in the company, right? But then there are a couple of things that, you know, I think very few people know about RJ and which I must mention. You know, if there's, if there's one topic that he'll raise with Vinay and me or, or any one of us whenever we're meeting uh, every once in a while is, you know, what are you doing about employees? What are you doing about their mental health? 
What are you doing about their well-being? How are we thinking about customers? You know, how will they be treated? How will you talk to the first-time flyer? Okay, everybody asks once in a while. But when a when a human being asks the same question at every meeting, you kind of realize, okay, this is something that really, really something that he cares about. Well, Mr. Junjunwala's failing health must be a matter of concern too, right, Aditya? So I spoke to him on uh, Sunday, and he was just sounding absolutely fine and asking me all kinds of detailed questions. So. Uh, Okay, so yeah, guess. I mean, look, look, look. He's I, I, I mean, you know, we all hope all of us have our health, and uh, but but this is literally, you know, literally two days back, and it sounded great to me. And by the way, on a lighter note, you know, because just to complete the the sort of the description of the personality in all of this, and by the way, I keep saying, you know, Vinay and I are Ian and Yang. Okay, so we, I, I will be distracted with five other things. Vinay is like laser focused on one thing, and in all of that. He's RJ will suddenly say, "Hey, do do you guys want to have mangoes?" And in these crazy six seven <laughs> hour long meetings, he will ensure you're well fed. There is food coming from home. There is some fresh mangoes being served, and that is something which is very amusing. If you have to, if you if you were a fly on the wall, I I promise you, it's like a sitcom because Vinay is this serious person, you know, who's a foodie. But but when he's talking work, he's like super serious. I am this, you know, person flitting around from one 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 branch to another, and there is RJ, like you know, knowing what to focus on, but also making sure that we are we are well fed. You know, Vinay has lost some weight along with me. <laughs> I have I have put on I have put on thanks to Aditya at least five kilos. You should never you should never travel with Aditya if uh, if you're not willing to eat from morning to evening. Right. You're also <laughs> but, raising but, the uh, expectations of the flyers now. I mean, they will no, expect but, good food. But, but no, 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 no. I am the good food guy. Vinay Vinay has terrible taste in food. Yeah. He is he he. You know, I'll I'll tell you this this interesting story. We're in the US. You know, we we've got a short break. We're in a mall. Vinay had to go had to go run an errand. Now I am doing nothing. So I am now thinking that okay, you know, here's my business partner, and I am going to buy some really nice chocolates. So I go hunting for these chocolates. I find them; they're expensive. Now I've got it, and I'm like super excited. Okay, and and I say, like, hey, Vinay, you have to try this out. Vinay looks at these chocolates and he's like, uh, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, you have to try this. This is just like it's amazing. I'm telling you, this is the world's best chocolate. <laughs> the world's best chocolate. And Vinay said, no, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, you know. And Vinay, you can't get him to do something he doesn't want to do. Right? He's like a, he's like very dogmatic about it. And you know, you can go hours, hours, and hours. Now this, I said, yeah, what? I don't know what is wrong with this guy. So Vinay's like, you know, I'll have Kit Kat. <laughs> I have got this $50 chocolate. I want you to have it. And you want Kit Kat. So, so, so while he's a foodie, that's why he talked about only jalebi and, and all, all of that. No, Kit Kat's great too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have very sophisticated taste in food. <laughs> so, Vinay, I wanted to ask you about your passion for sustainability. You know, there are some stories as well. I mean, you know, uh, you the fact that you use only a towel in office and not a tissue box. And there are some stories on how many a page one of ET has been used in cleaning up after your, <laughs> yes. you know, after your, you know, dog has sort of done with answering, you know, yeah. uh, the call of nature. 
So are all of these true, first of all? And how will you bring these to your airline? Yes. So so they, they're all true. And they're all true. And by the way, I, I have to give my wife credit for all of that because uh, she's, you know, if I'm passionate uh, about the environment, it's only because I have gained that passion from my wife. Because she's the one that picks up most of the of the dog poo. And yes, we don't use plastic for it. We use newspapers. It's a bit disgusting. But, uh, you know, we're trying to do, you know, everything we can. There's no sort of, uh, you know, plastic bottles in our house. You know, after I wash my hands in the toilet, I take my own towel along. So all of all of that is true. These are very, very personal items for us. And we cannot be, neither Aditya nor myself, can be associated with a business that is not doing the best that they can. Yeah, I mean, look, flying planes with engines that PR stuff is is obviously not great for the environment, but we also can't stop progress completely. So our goal is to be the most environmentally progressive airline in the world. And that's what we bring to ACASA. It starts with, you know, getting the world's most fuel efficient engines. We have announced the use of recycled material in our uniforms. And it's just something that you will see us at every step of the way that we can humanly possible for us to make environmentally progressive decisions, you're going to see them be made at, at ACASA. Vinay and Aditya know only too well the daunting task that is ahead of them. Making an entry and a name amongst India's discerning, very price-sensitive air travellers, building a network and trying to earn money in an extremely tough industry. Rakesh Junjunwala knows it too, and he knows that they are taking on a tough lot. There's market leader Indigo and its smaller but powerful rival SpiceJet and GoFirst. Meanwhile, Tata Sons is trying to build an airline group with its latest purchase Air India and its two other companies Vistara and AirAsia India. Also on the fringes is Jet Airways, now with a license to fly again, new owners and new plans. In the business, fresh problems crop up every day. The latest? Staffing issues that have botched up flight schedules of airlines even as they try to shake off the overhang of the last two years of the COVID-19 pandemic. In all this, Akasa will try to make a name for itself. With its fleet of bride-liveried aircraft, a crew that wears suits and sneakers, the promise of good service, good prices, environment-friendly operations, and smart tech. Whether all this is enough is something that remains to be seen. But the skies are going to turn more and more interesting and colorful. The blues, the reds, the fluorescent pinks, the purples and goldens, and now a tinge of orange. You were listening to On Air with the Akasa Boys on The Morning Brief. This episode was produced by Surbhi Modi from The Economic Times and Sondarya Jayachandran from Avas. Sound editors, Indunil Bhattacharji and Rajas Naik from ET and Swati Joshi from Avas. Executive producers, Anupriya Bahadur and Arjit Barman from ET. Do tune in to ET Play, our recently launched platform for all audio content, including The Morning Brief. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Do share this episode if you liked it. This is your host, Anirban Chaudhary, wishing you a very good week ahead. Thank you.